friends, welcome back to another episode of Joy Pad Podcast. Uh, take two. <laughs> we we won't talk about our, our deep, deep shame, but uh, I nailed it again, so I'm proud of myself. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's Megan, as you may know, and I am joined tonight by Mr. Michael Pinto and Michael Fleming. Uh, Tom is not with us this evening. Um, what happened to him this time? He was abducted by aliens. And hopefully we'll have him back by next week. So we'll see. Uh, anyway, let's start with Mr. Michael Fleming. I think he has some exciting uh, new things to share. We'll see. First, how are you doing? Or maybe not, how are you doing? What are you drinking? What are you playing? How are you doing? Answer in any order you want to, and I'll stop now. All right. Okay. I apologize <laughs> for the take one mishap. Uh, I got too excited about the new drink this week. But I am doing well. Work has been insane, as I was telling you guys earlier. Uh, it's really hard. We've lost a lot of our people. In fact, I'm the only person left on my team. Even my manager has moved on to new and great things, uh, which means that I'm now in a very odd spot. And I think you guys probably deal with this too, to some degree, but there's always like ideas that you have, right? That you want to kind of implement at your job. I'm sure people out there listening yeah. are probably like, yeah, I want to implement some ideas. And you just don't have the time. So you just keep doing what you do and, and hope nobody gets <laughs> mad at you, right? So that's where I'm at right now with work. But at least they can't get rid of me because then they wouldn't have anyone left on the team. So that's <laughs> that's always beneficial. Um, I am drinking something special tonight. Again, as I was telling you guys earlier, it is a unsponsored, limited, limited edition Starlight Coca-Cola which is the brand new one that I um, has been making like the headlines. You know, people were saying it was going to taste like space, which apparently tastes like raspberry. <laughs> I also heard um, that it might taste like s'mores or smoky because it was supposed to be like a campfire, like underneath the cloudy sky or underneath the skies. And like the, you could see the stars. I don't know. There are a lot of different ideas. Anyway, I haven't tried it yet. So I know you both have. <laughs> it is the first taste on the podcast. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think that's the general consensus. <laughs> so, so I'm a big fan of cherry Coke. Um, when I was little, I, uh, I always, you know, when I went to like restaurants, asked them to like throw cherries in from the <laughs> bar and stuff because they never had cherry Coke. And I was a weirdo like that. This is like almost like a black cherry, cherry Coke. It's not yeah. quite black cherry. It's not quite cherry Coke, but that's what I'm feeling like. It's probably in that raspberry flavor, but I'm not a huge fan of raspberries. Overall, it's okay. I probably wouldn't get it again. That's why I bought one <laughs> bottle at the store and did not buy any more. I don't know. I don't know if you guys liked it or not. It's weird. I still can't decide if I like it. Like, it's interesting, and you can taste the, like, underlying Coke flavor to it. Um, yeah. I, I can't quite figure it out. Unfortunately, uh, Christy bought an entire case of, like, mini cans of it. <laughs> Okay. But it yeah. kind of worked out because we had a board game night that night. So, of course, everyone there is like, let me try that. Let me see what it tastes like. So a lot of it was gone through experimentation. Um, but it's, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, uh, the verdict is still out for me. I'm not super sold on it, but I don't hate it. There is a friend, Pinto, that we had, uh, or have, <laughs> excuse me, I don't want to say had. We We're have. no longer friends with them. No, we are we are good. We're still good friends. We don't we don't speak as much as I wish that we did, but you know we're good friends with him. And um, in college, he was a um, 
a very well-known mixer of sodas and his alcohol. And I feel like this friend who I'm thinking of, I don't want to say his name just because, you know, if someone knows who we are, they could potentially find him. So I'm trying to be a little careful. (laughs) But I feel like he would mix... we name drop people all the time. We do, but I feel like I feel like this individual would probably use this instead of Fanta, or not Fanta. Excuse me. Um, uh, what is it called? F- Fasta? Fasta? Uh, uh, Fa- I don't know. No, I you know what I'm talking about though. No, that, it wasn't fake. That, that one that begins with like F. That club, the club. Oh, says, oh, Fresca. Oh, oh, oh. Fresca. There it is. Yeah, he used Fresca all the time. I feel like he would use something like this. I don't know why, but it's just it's just there. So. Anyway, it's it's okay. I don't know, Pinto, if you uh, liked it. It was, again, like Megan said, I thought it was weird. I think Christy bought Coke Zero, though. At, she yeah, did. Yeah, so it was Coke Zero Starlight, so it also had the, the gold... Oh. The, the gold, aspartame. The good old aspartame flavor in there, which I'm not particularly fond of. And yes, guys, we all know it's pronounced aspartame. But I, I I can attest that the regular plain old Coke doesn't taste any better. It doesn't have that weird like sweetness to it that you do with like Coke Zero. Um, but I I was a, a whiny bitch because Christy bought a case of Coke Zero space flavor, uh, and I don't I don't like Coke Zero. Um, so I just was complaining to be an asshole, and uh, her response was to buy me my own individual tiny bottle of uh, regular Coke, and I I actually drank it this this evening with my dinner, and it was not not any better. Nope. It wasn't. It was still weird. I can't figure it out. My tongue is perplexed. It's got that. Um, yeah. And I promise we're going to talk about video games soon. It's got that weird. <laughs> Never, Never like, again. <laughs> it's got like a rum taste to it, but if it was non-alcoholic rum, yeah, so like yeah, yeah. that's a good way you know of putting how they, it. They'll yeah. make like, yeah. oh, well, we've got non-alcoholic beer, non-alcoholic whiskey. It's what I imagine oh, non non-alcoholic rum would taste like. Okay, I'm 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 on board yeah, with I that. Can buy it. I'm gonna probably taste that now. The whole <laughs> the whole podcast. It does have a um, oh Captain Morgan ish yeah. flavor, yeah. um, you know. So interesting. Good call, Pinto. I think that's right. Anyway, I'm gonna drink it because I opened it and I bought it, but it's probably not something I get again. So that was our five minute <laughs> review of Coca Cola Starlight that came out like two or three weeks ago. Taste the space. Um, again, I think I said this before. In terms of games, we all I think are probably gonna talk. At least Pinto and I are definitely gonna talk about. Um, a game we've been playing a lot, like in the past, what, week even. I've played hours upon hours. <laughs> so I'll save that for uh, for Pinto's discussion about what he is doing and drinking and what he is playing. So, Pinto, go ahead. Uh, I am drinking just some good old Pepsi Cola. I got the little baby cans that are 7.5 ounces. It's not even 8 ounces. It's not even the size of a Red Bull. It's made with real sugar, though. I'm into that. You Ooh. really can taste the difference between real sugar and uh, HFCS or high fructose corn syrup. I greatly prefer the the real sugar stuff. But you know, I'm a, I'm a Pepsi man. Um, when I went to hang out with Megan, I did drink Coca Cola and I betrayed my brand. Um, but it's fine. It's whatever. I also opened up their fridge, and like an asshole, I haven't been there in like a year, and I was like, ew, grapefruit seltzer. But, you know, beg- wow. beggars can't be choosers. I drank the lime. Wow. It was different. Um, but yeah, drinking Pepsi, drinking water. Uh, today was my second day off in a row. So Whoa. I'm at, like, I 
am at the point where when I have too much time off, I don't know what to do with myself, which is weird, and that <laughs> shouldn't be a thing. Like, you should be able to be like, I'm just going to relax and not be like, shouldn't I be doing something right now? We've discussed this at length. So I won't, I won't get into it again, but I've been playing some video games. Um, Mario RPG, because that's going up on the websites eventually when Chrono Trigger's done in like a month. Uh, I'm almost done with Mario RPG, and I'm trying to decide. I want to do Chrono Cross afterwards, but the remake is coming out in a month? Less than a month now? Almost exactly a month, so I might do something else in between, something short as filler. But I don't know. I, I'll i figure it out when I finish Mario. <laughs> and, go ahead. Sorry, you still also have to uh, play through um, Breath of yeah, the Wild. And, uh, yeah, right. I still have to play Horizon. I've been getting harassed to play Skyrim. Horizon Zero Dawn. Megan, have you Skyrim. played Skyrim? Have you played Skyrim? Fuck off. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm talking in terms of like... Uh, content creation, though, not just games I'm playing in, in, my, in right. my spare time. In my spare time, Fleming and I have been just spending way too much playing Project Zomboid. <laughs> and I know we talked about this at length last week, but we barely scratched the surface of the gameplay and are really starting to get into it now. There's a lot to talk about. So before we get to that, I don't want to cut Megan off, because, Megan, we're going to play Project Whoa. Zomboid after the podcast is over, probably. Yeah. And you're gonna you're gonna hear about all the fun stuff we've been doing. You get to reap all the <laughs> benefits. Uh, but that's usually how it works. Yeah, like Daisy, <laughs> we're like, come on, we got you a car, we got you guns, you can you choose any guns you want. You you have a tent, you you have everything you need. But that's yeah. okay. Uh, what have you been playing? I think I know what you've been playing mostly. You're getting so close. Yeah. What are you drinking? How you doing? Etc. I'm 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 doing okay. It's uh it's Wednesday, so we're halfway through the week. It is Wednesday, right? Yeah. I I got a message from my supervisor this afternoon with I've been sitting in a Zoom meeting waiting for you for about 15 minutes until I realized it's Wednesday, not Thursday when we're supposed to meet. Um we have like a regular weekly like get together and talk about how things are going. Uh so so it's been that kind of week. Uh as far as beverage, I'm I'm just enjoying some good old regular H2O. Um, I've come to the conclusion that I don't drink nearly as much water as I should, uh, and I am ashamed to admit that as a 33-year-old adult. So I'm I'm making an effort to drink more water. Uh, Does it feel so, like a homework assignment? Um. Yeah, I mean it's just so boring, and like I don't I I can't do like the flavored bullshit because that gives me heartburn because again 33 year 33 old adult and getting older yeah <laughs> so i can't do anything to like spice up my water um so that's where i'm at in my life currently uh, as far as what i'm playing i'm still working through horizon uh forbidden west i'm really enjoying it it's a lot of fun um still really pretty story is still pretty engaging I think, I think I'm about three quarters of the way through it. I'm I'm hoping to put a little bit more time into it this weekend and and hopefully finish it. Uh, after that, I'm going to attempt Elden Ring. We'll see how that goes. Um, maybe I'll record it so you can just hear me yelling. 
I, I don't know. I don't know if anyone needs to hear that. I'm like surprised though. I, it's been out what one two weeks now, and we have speedrunners that have uh, completed it in an hour, um, which that's just like mind boggling to me with that style of game and how frustrating it is. But I don't know. That'll be next on the agenda. We'll see how far I get. Uh, but that's that's about it for me. I did play a bit of Project Zomboid. Um, I <laughs> got annoyed and uh, I quit. I let the zombies eat my body uh, and I was returned to the earth from whence I came and uh, I, I, I quit. But now you guys sound like you're you're doing pretty okay. We still die okay. a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. I, so Pinto and I spent, um, I'm going to say it was something like, six hours trying to clear out a mall kind of like place and there are so many zombie bodies in there now it's just like it took us both each i think two lives ultimately pinto right i think it was two lives each by the time we were done i don't remember um i know i died at least i know you definitely died once i i thought i was going to die on our last excursion and i was preparing myself for death and then I went back home. But then you and, came back. That's right. Uh, I took care of myself and everything turned out better than expected. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if you – we've talked at length. So anyone that's listened to our podcast probably knows something like Daisy, right? If you take Daisy versus Project Zomboid, Daisy doesn't even feel like a zombie game to me. It feels like uh, an adventure almost like game. No, it's Daisy's – fairly easy you know once you get the hang of it like there's a little bit of weird you know kind of gameplay mechanics and stuff but once you understand it it's straightforward i feel like i've learned at least the very like intermediate levels of project zomboid but like i was just saying pinto and i just we we could not like there's just an endless swarm of zombies i think we killed somewhere around a hundred if not more more. going through the mall and that's just the two of us and wow yeah, and it's just the two of us, and, like, if there's any more than, like, I would say six or so zombies, maybe eight, it's a little scary, you know? And there's definitely ways that we could have been a little bit stealthier. We were in, like, a, a supermarket store, and <clears throat> we saw, like, one or two come in after they broke down a door, and then realized there was, like, another ten behind them coming through the door, and we just had to run. Like, you can't fight that many. You're gonna wear yourself out, excuse me, get exhausted, and then you're, um... You're going to die, right? And then, unfortunately, in that game, you know, death is, I would say, 90% permanent. So when you die, you lose all of your skills, all of the experience you've built up, which I think is really like a cool concept, the idea of getting uh, trained in a certain way and becoming more talented in that thing. So Pinto's really good at cooking already, like level five, whereas, um, you know, at least one, one of my older lives i was a really good carpenter and i was able to like build walls and build doors that he could not yet build um so i think that stuff is really cool uh, and i love the idea that if you get bitten you're just done that's how the zombie world is right so it definitely feels more immersive and i feel like a lot of zombie games recently have always driven the you cannot die so even if you take something like the last of us you just respawn mm-hmm. 10 seconds before you died and you have to fight that that mission again or get through it again in this game it's it's over 
And to the 10% that you keep that I mentioned, that is basically your safe house, right? So anything that you have in your safe house is is safe, fortunately. So you can kind of re-kit yourself a little bit. Um, but if you... Uh, but your character that you lost is now wandering the earth as a zombie. And if you want your gear back, say you have a car key or something like that that you wanted to keep, you have to go find that zombie, isolate them from the horde of zombies that likely ate you, <laughs> get kill that person, and then get all your stuff back. And it's a completely different character that's now dead in the earth, which is it's cool. I really like the game. I, I find it really fascinating. Um, the, the biggest challenge with it, like any game of that... Um, nature is that when you die you look back at the amount of hours you played and i've already played quite a bit and i go was that really a good use of my time (laughs) in my 30s with pinto yes if i play with pinto it's fine but if i'm playing alone i don't know it's hard it's hard to make that decision yeah state state of decay 2 has a similar mechanic well the first game as well similar mechanic where like once you die that's it like you you lose all of the time and effort and experience that you put into that particular character that you were playing as which i i like you know as you mentioned it brings that idea of of permanency to the zombie world which you don't see in a lot of games like you know dying light the last of us you just start over from where your last checkpoint was yeah exactly um and in daisy for example, you're just like, ah, oh, this mission's getting really hard or this mission's going to be super hard. Oh, whatever. I'm going to go in. If I die, it's not going to be mm-hmm. the end of the world. In this game, if you die, it is the end of the world, especially if you put in hours upon hours of uh, game time. And in the game, weeks upon weeks of a character's life, you know, you've been playing. So my longest, I think, is about three weeks of living in okay. the game. Um and I lost that character last night just because of a stupid laceration, which I wasn't even sure if it was going to kill me or not because there's a 50% chance that you're um, infected if you get a laceration versus bitten. If you're bitten, That's you're just it. done. So it really sucked because I'm sitting there going, can I get over this? Can I get over that disease? And I just see my character slowly declining. And it was frustrating. But it was also my stupid decision to charge in there, you know, with uh, – my axe and, and Pinto with his uh, meat cleaver and whatever else they were using <laughs> and the hundreds of zombies we fought. At some point, I made a mistake, and that's the end of now, it. Now, I know you posted in our group chat that you found a vehicle, um, but you were saying mm-hmm. the vehicles aren't even that beneficial just because they attract so many zombies? Well, no. So they're beneficial in the sense that you're able to go much faster. They don't wear down your right, energy. Right, right. But you need to gather a lot of fuel for okay. them, right? Um, you can, I don't know about our our car, but I know there's a truck close to our uh, existing base that has like 150 or something weight capacity. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of weight capacity. We could definitely do a full warehouse, for example, and load the car up. Um, but you do get like every, the way you drive, all those zombies will start to follow that way because okay. they, the, they saw the car. So if you drive down the street you know to a mall and you get you know surrounded by zombies but you get in your car and start driving away they may find you you know for like because they just keep wandering the earth it's really cool um i think there's probably value when we go further Mm -hmm. but we've been doing a lot of looting like basically three or four blocks away if that so if we have to go further or we want to go because the map is is it's the biggest map i think ever even including daisy i think it's bigger Mm -hmm. than daisy 
um, I think if we want to go to a whole different city or town in in the uh, world, we're going to have to use a car. It would take way too long to go there by foot. Right. Have like have either of you run into any other players? Yeah. Uh, really? The other night we ran into someone named, well, I, I think we can say his name. It doesn't matter. He called himself Bazinga in game. <laughs> and um, I couldn't even figure, like, I don't even know how to talk to someone in game. Like, Fleming figured okay. out how to, like, type to him and stuff, but I was just kind of doing my own thing. He was following mm-hmm. us around for a little while. But there have been occasions where we have seen other people on the server. And the server we're playing on is just, like, it's a very small server. There's only 10 max players on it. And most of the time we play, we're the only people on. Which I'm okay with at this point yeah. in time, because we're still learning the ropes of the game. I think once we start getting better at the game, which we're definitely getting there, uh, playing on a more populated server would be interesting. I don't know how I would feel about PvP, to be honest. I think it would depend on the player base. Because, like, if you take a Daisy, if there's PvP, all people are doing is trying to hunt other players. There's right. rarely a case where it's like, oh, I'm just... You know, if you run into someone, you're going to be nice about it and ask about it. You know, the the server we used to play on was PvE strictly, so everyone was super friendly, which was nice. I like that a mm-hmm. lot. I like the idea of PvP, but only up to a certain point, I think. I'm not sure. I, I'm not a fan of PvP in... Uh, a permanency mm-hmm. if you will game where my like the idea of someone just hiding in a house while I'm walking down the street basically um, and you know I die because they just shot me from somewhere that happens a lot in the in the DayZ game um, in fact the most recent time we played we only played PvE right we didn't play a server that permitted it and this server that we're on for Project Zomboid also does not have uh, PvP it's just PvE but the one nice thing about if you compare those two games, because that's the two that are very similar to me in terms of their content and their their style. In Project Zomboid, the zombies, for right now at least, are so much more of a risk um, because you could just have a zombie that's behind a door and you just get yep. unlucky. Um, that there's enough threat there uh, that I don't feel the need to fight other players. But maybe at some point we'll change our mind on that um, and we'll want to play in a server. But that, like I said before, that map is so Mm -hmm. big that how it's going to be so unlikely to run into a person. You know, in the Daisy standalone, there's more. There's definitely more cities and more towns and stuff. And there's even like um, modded in extra cities that people have created on certain servers. But it's nothing compared to this game. Like I cannot begin to describe just how like it's going to take us probably 15 minutes to drive to the next city, you know, just driving. Um, It's really cool. Some of the stuff that they've put in there really made it feel like a zombie world. So I would be fine with PVP, but I think right now, if I, I would almost, if I found found a player, I'd be surprised and want to work together Mm -hmm. with them, especially if no one, like none of you guys are on, um, I could work with that guy to, uh, or a girl, to collect anything that, you know, we find and then, you know, 
get them set up wherever they want to be set up and everything. Um, so I don't know. It's it's still out there, but I think the game is pretty clunky for a PvP setting yeah. and definitely not what I'm personally looking for. Especially with the like the combat system. Um, I, I, I think mm-hmm. that would be very hard to manage PvP. It would be. It absolutely would be. I, I used um, a shotgun and a pistol for a mm-hmm. little while in the game. I haven't had an M4 or anything yet, but it takes a long time to boost up those skills unless you take something like a police officer mm-hmm. or a veteran who you know has used weapons before in their previous job and before the zombie world. Um, so it takes a while to boost those up. So you're not really that good at aiming. <laughs> even when even when I feel like I'm aiming correctly, my character's aligned right and the zombie's right in front of me, I still That's miss. That's kind of cool. Because you're not, you're not experienced. It's yeah. really cool. Like it, even if you, like I'm probably the best, and not that this is a FPS game, but I'm definitely the best FPS player among mm-hmm. all of us. But if one of you guys chose, you know, the veteran or the police officer um, class and I chose the doctor or uh you know a nurse class or something like that they have no aiming ability because they never shot a gun before so they're very weak at it so it's really cool i love how in-depth the game is um but it doesn't feel too difficult i think overall to find how to do certain Mm -hmm. things the wiki um is very well up to date i think and the game has actually been out for like almost 10 years it's just that it's really it's gotten a lot better in the past year or two, especially with the most recent build, which I think was at like the end of last year. Um, so it's really improved since then. Um, and I would say of the games that um, our group has played that was recommended to me or, or whatever um, from this kind of you know podcast and our friendship, probably this game is in the top three for me nice. um, already. Yeah. I, I even like the zombies in the game um, just because, like you said, you might be in a house. Like, I think I was in a townhouse clearing it on my own and all of a sudden a zombie just, like, came out of nowhere. I had no idea it was there. Um, mm-hmm. Then, like, they all just kind of came out of the woodwork. And even if you get outside, there's a possibility that you have 10, 15 zombies in the nearby area and they just kind of swarm you, um, which is a really cool effect because you don't really see that they're they're slow it's kind of clunky you have enough time to respond but in something like this um you either run or you try to fight and that's usually not the best way to go about it right yeah i I think there's so much playability at this Mm -hmm. point and i've played like i said 25 or so hours maybe 30 now and i think that they're is so much more that I don't even know about the game yet, which is really exciting yeah. that the game is that in-depth. And it, it's definitely gotten to the point where, in the beginning, we were kind of joking about, like, the game tells you flat out, like, you're going to die. This is That's just <laughs> how it is. So in the beginning, we were just like, oh, I don't care about my characters. I'm just going to hit random, give myself random attributes, whatever, because I'm going to die very soon. But now that we're getting better at the game, we are definitely getting more attached to our characters, which we were kind of worried was going to happen. Because when (laughs) that does happen, and then when you do get bit, you're like, oh my god, I have all this experience rolled into this character. I spent so much time doing this, 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 and this. Like, in particular, reading books. You, You know, reading books gives you a multiplier gain for your experience so you can level up your skills faster but it takes a mm-hmm. long time 
So we've started taking the perk that's fast reader that allows you to read books faster so that you can get that done quicker. We've started to really pay attention to our character builds and be like, I'm sick of dying, which of course should happen <laughs> in any game. You should start to get frustrated when you're consistently dying. So now we're taking on um, qualities like stout and thick skinned and resilient, which are all things that are supposed to give you more of an advantage against being zombified or being infected. So last night when my character got infected, I, you know, I was kind of resigned. I was like, oh man, like I was going to say my character's name, but I don't remember it already. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This dude is going to die. And I was upset because like Fleming said, I'm at, I have level five cooking. I have level two maintenance. I have level two carpentry and something else like level one first aid. And that's, you know, that's not anywhere near being completely leveled up, but it's still a lot of time that was put into this character. So, you know, I'm like, oh, let's go back to the house and I'll take off all my stuff and I'll try to stay alive. But if I see myself you know, getting more and more sick. I'll just drink bleach and start over, which is what oh, what we what we've started doing when we know we're going to die. We drink bleach and then jump out a second story window to kill ourselves faster, so we can respawn quickly. Um, oh God! But I cooked myself some good food because I'm able to do that, which in a cool little detail that I like because I picked a chef profession for my character. I spawned in with checkered chef pants. Oh, so. I cooked, That's I cooked myself some good food. I took painkillers and antibiotics and took good care of my wounds, disinfecting them. And I went to sleep and I was like, I think I'm getting better. Like, I think <laughs> like my health is going up and I'm not sick anymore. Like, I'm actually going to survive. And it was a really big relief, actually, because like I said, I this character has survived for probably about a week in game which i think is the longest character i've had personally so i'm very glad to report that uh chef mcdude man is still alive and i'm (laughs) looking forward to continuing to level him up and then being even more sad when inevitably i do get bitten it's a it's a very very good game i think is what we're all kind of summarizing it as and it's I realized another reason why it's gained popularity this year is because I believe the multiplayer just came out like the beginning of the year as okay. well with this. Uh... That makes sense because the multiplayer do feel quite clunky when trying to like find a server and get onto it with each other and all that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the one thing I would say, you know, server, um, I guess like playing on a server is definitely outdated. But the one nice thing too is that it seems like you're able to kind of create your own server if you have the right PC parts and you know what you you can follow a good guide. Though I was struggling when I started looking at it. Um, but there might be opportunity there to have your own server with your friends and just allow your friends on, put a password on it and, and all of that. That is, I think, something really cool because... You could kind of add mods, for example, the way you want your mods to be. So I, I really like the game. Um, I think it's probably going to be a game that we're playing for 
easily the next month Mm -hmm. or two. And it's really good for me personally, because I'm sitting here waiting so desperately (laughs) for the newest raft update, which I think is chapter three. Uh, The new raft update is going to be massive. And I'm waiting for uh, Sons of the Forest, which are the other two games that I think we all pretty well Mm -hmm. enjoyed um, and would play the next, you know, update or the next game. So it's a good way to kind of bridge that gap to that for now. Um, But I really like Project Zomboid. So, yeah. Speaking of the raft, are we starting from scratch? We did talk about that, and I think we are going to start from scratch, which I think makes the most yeah. sense because with four people, you know, if all four of us are playing on a relatively consistent mm-hmm. basis, we're going to fly through building a massive raft. Um, I know that in my single-player game, um, which I actually think is a multiplayer, uh, but in my game alone, I created a very large uh, mm-hmm. ship um, out of my raft, and it dropped my FPS to like 20, Whoa. maybe maybe 25 so there's a little bit of like screen tearing you can mm-hmm. feel as you're kind of going around it it's really cool it's a really <laughs> big ship um but i know like pinto with your computer you might not be able to um handle that size of a ship especially right at the start when you start yeah. to play and when i noticed even when we were playing like when it when the water gets choppy and like mm-hmm. there's a lot more happening yes. Uh, my game starts yes. definitely starts lagging quite a bit. I'll be like, oh, I'm underwater now. <clears throat> no, no, I'm not. Uh, what's happening? Yeah. And um, they've also added the decoration update. They did mm-hmm. that, I think, five months ago, which, you know, is cool. But if you start adding decorations, again, that adds complexity to the image that your computer's showing, and that could slow you down. Um, but the final reason I think we should restart when we do Raft is... Um, they have actually said they're reworking basically everything. Oh, okay. So the story doesn't make a lot of sense right now, right? <laughs> you go to different islands and you collect some things and then you go to the next island and you're not, I think it's supposed to be you're trying to find mm-hmm. your family, like your parents, because the whole world has been covered in water. Uh, but it's not, doesn't really tell you that. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. So what I've heard is that they have redone the story to kind of make more uh... sense. You, you probably will go back to the same places, but maybe at a different time or maybe it would be um you know with a better story i don't want to miss right. that i want the full experience of the game so i think it's best to restart i know i'm very good at raft i think all of us got pretty darn mm-hmm. good at raft by the end so as long as they don't change a lot of the mechanics we'll be we'll be fine and be able to restart and get through it i think yeah pretty i quickly. think so i think our biggest struggle was uh honey for the longest time um until yeah. we had the glitch and we wound up with all of the honey. Yes, with Way to go, of honey. my shitty computer. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> it's good that for something. Amazing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That was awesome yeah. when that happened, too, because we had so much biofuel then. Yeah, we really did. What else did we have an issue with? Was it, um, it was like the goo, right? The No, um... so it wasn't an issue. It was a misunderstanding amongst all four <laughs> yes. of us that we had to have like breeding apparatuses and flippers to get into the last area that was available to us which was not true at all yeah we're like we need double of uh, double of everything just in case and it was like well yeah that's exactly (laughs) what it was so we had so the the final place it was some kind of tea i believe biodome tangaroa no it wasn't the last place i think i think you're on the right track 
whatever, whatever yeah. it was, the the for the people that have played Raft, it was the final place you go. It was like the the Dome City. Um, what we didn't realize because we didn't go around the whole dome is there's a back entrance right into the dome, and we could have done that very quickly. We thought that you had to swim to the bottom uh-huh. of the dome <laughs> while being chased by the by this shark, or at least you had to kill the shark so you could get down there. Um, so we thought we needed uh, a scuba set to get down there, but then if we didn't find a scuba set, we need a scuba set back out, or we would need to um, like open a door, and we didn't know if there yeah. was a door, so. We were like, okay, we're going to bring two scuba sets, two sets of flippers because we need to swim fast. Um, I think we need. We, we decided we were going to bring a ton of food yep. and maybe some goggles or something. There was multiple things we thought we needed, and they were all the most expensive things in the game. So <laughs> we probably played another 10, 15 hours we thinking to. we needed all this stuff, which we didn't need to do because we get back there and we're sailing up to the place. And we're like, there's a hole in the wall. <laughs> we just got to go in there, guys. And we felt very we dumb. We overcomplicated um, it for sure. The one nice thing, though, is we got to play the game for a lot yeah. longer because of that, which was good because the game still had a lot of content mm-hmm. for us. Um, and w- as a group, we never even found the two uh, secret islands. Oh, no. Um, the, yeah, you found those a, on, on your solo game, on your right? Own, yeah. Yes, there's a captain's uh, crash and there's a airplane um, like that fe- uh, crashed as well or a shipwreck and a crash. Um, so those two... Yeah, we never found them as a group, but they're pretty cool. And they've got like a couple of unique items on them that you can't find anywhere else. So it's cool. I like those places. That is cool. I'm excited. I hope it it comes out sooner than later. Yeah, same. Even Sons of the Forest, I was looking today just to see if it was like up in Steam anywhere. Just to like, you know, have a placeholder. And there's nothing yet, but I think it's set for what, May? Mid-May? Mid or late May? Um, yeah, I think it's set for like May 15th yeah. or so. That sounds right. That'll be fun. I'm I'm interested to jump in, into that world again uh, and just see how they've expanded on it. So I don't know. Um, hey, uh, Mr. Pinto, can I get your uh, opinion on Exo Primal? Okay, so <laughs> I watched the trailer and it's like okay fairly futuristic looking game like that's normal like uh-huh. mech suits and all that cool cool yeah. cool and then it's like there's a vortex warning for day for today please stay inside okay vortex and i think i heard them say something about dinosaurs dinosaurs what's, what's happening yeah. here and then it starts raining dinosaurs and i'm like <laughs> what is happening it looks absolutely bonkers and it's a capcom game too. Uh-huh. it's a new ip from capcom which i really found interesting because what do they capcom makes things besides street fighter and resident <laughs> evil what um, now they do like you know it's a short trailer like two minutes not too much gameplay but it looks like they took a zombie game which we enjoy and mm-hmm. you're and they said you know what zombies are old hat <laughs> we are going to have hordes of dinosaurs now. And that's what you're fighting. And I was like, I'm on board. I'm sold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sony had a state of play today uh, that I forgot about. So a little bit before we, we started recording, I was watching um, the broadcast on YouTube. And that was like the thing that they opened with was Exoprimal. And for how, like, how good it looks... 
I feel like the dinosaurs just look so stupid. Like, it's just, uh, it, it's, they're the, not unique. It's no. just the same dinosaur over and over and over again. It's like the same blue and yellow, like, uh-huh. human-sized raptor-looking thing. With I don't red know. eyes. Like, that might just be, like, the the horde dinosaur, if you will. Yeah. And then they'll have, like, more unique models. I don't know. There was a Triceratops. I, I'm definitely still interested because it's just so out there. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens with it, um, yeah. as it as it progresses. They're, they're really, they didn't really have too many new announcements uh, for the state of play today. I was a little bit disappointed. Um, they had another trailer for, what is it, Ghostwire Tokyo? Um, the one that you were Doesn't you that were come out in. very soon? Yeah, it comes out on the 25th of this month. Okay. So um, I think it's like the final push to gain, you know, hype for it. Yeah, I think a lot of people were hoping for some news on either Final Fantasy 16 or uh, FF7 Remake Part 2. But I was yeah. like, that's it's not going to happen. <laughs> like, no. They're going to save that for E3 or something w- whatever later. the big like square thing is. Well, you know even I mean? right, yeah, right now they're still like they're pushing. I, I think I, I Stranger of Paradise. There's Stranger of Paradise, and then is it Babylon's Fall or something to that effect? I think Babylon is in the title, but that's another Square game. So like right now they're trying to build hype for that. They they uh, released another demo for Strangers. Um, I haven't played any of them, <laughs> but I'm just not not in, really not feeling it. Optimistic about that game, and and I'll buy almost anything um but i'm just not i'm not into that i i really want to hear more about uh part two of um final fantasy 7 remake and final fan like the new final fantasy game um 16 so i i think it'll be a bit like you said e3 or or something later uh even they're talking about remaking the last of us the a studio is working on that now to kind of a remake put- a remake to put out the rumor is they're they're doing a remake to put out before they launch the series next year just play um, the play the fucking game right. it's no, a masterpiece I, don't it remake is. it well <laughs> we did talk about how how clunky it felt yeah but uh, after just, playing two <laughs> yeah but don't start with two start with one like you're supposed to do <laughs> yeah well that's what they're they're doing a remake of of the Last of Us. Right. I yeah. still don't even think it's necessary. No, at all. no. But it's it's like everything else. We we don't have anything you know original. Uh, TV now. Exo Primal. Well, <laughs> and uh, what what is the other bonkers Japanese horror game? Is it is, Slitterhead? Slitterhead. Yes. Yeah. I don't know yep. anything about that except it looks balls to the Crazy. wall, batshit insane, <laughs> and I want to. And I'm it. here for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot, like there is a lot of promise, but everything just keeps getting pushed back. Even for uh, for Spoken, which was another Square game um, that had a lot of focus on it as a as a, a PlayStation Five exclusive. Um, I think that was set to come out in April or May, and it's been pushed back to October now. Um, so everything just keeps getting pushed back to later in the year or next year. I mean that's so. that's everything though movies games like yeah how many times has Morbius been pushed back seven I think uh, too many yeah, yeah. Uh, a they lot. just delayed Black Adam until yep. 
the fall, like, it, everything's getting pushed back. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't particularly care, to be honest, but it's just, like, don't, don't, don't put out a release date. Just be, like, right. TBA, and when you know it's almost done, then you can, don't, just don't, it's setting yourself up for failure, almost, yeah. I feel. Look at Abandoned. Yeah, those poor guys. Yeah, I do, I do feel bad, especially if it is a small, independent studio that's, trying to do something super ambitious. Um, but I, I feel like they also kind of shot themselves in the foot with, like, feeding into the rumor mill with, it starts with S, ends with L, um, you know, being a Silent Hill game. Um, and maybe it still will be. Maybe, you know, they're just trying to throw everybody off the scent. But, yeah, they, they said even that they announced it way too early. Um, it was like Final Fantasy VII, the remake, the, the first game. You know, they made comments that, yeah, like, we definitely announced this project way too early. We weren't far enough in the development stage to even really... We shouldn't have announced it when we did. So, it happens. Just as long as stuff comes out eventually, I'll be I'll be happy. I'm just hoping nothing happens with uh, Starfield in November uh, for Bethesda. So, so, we'll see. Time will tell. Yeah. Uh, and- Anyone have anything else fun and good for the, uh, the order? Uh, no. I want to, no. I want to go play Project Zomboid. <laughs> All right. So I think we'll leave it at that. Uh, I, I hope listeners, you enjoyed this episode. Sorry. It was another ramble cast. You know what? No, I'm not sorry. You decided to listen to it. So you did it to yourself. Uh, anyway, join us next week when we maybe have something different or we ramble some more. Uh, you can find us online at joypadpod.com. Yes? Yes. Uh, you can find links to all of our, our resources. Uh, you can like, comment, subscribe, smash that like button. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. Pinto and I will hopefully be playing House of Ashes again sometime soon, uh, rather than just talk about playing it sometime soon. Saturday and night. Let's book it right Saturday now. Saturday night? I don't know if I feel like it. No, oh, we can definitely do, we'll, we'll do we'll do that this Saturday. That sounds good to me. Uh, yeah, that's about it for me. We don't have uh, Tom, so I'm very very sorry. Uh, uh, does anyone want to uh, try to fill his shoes and, and, and take us out? Um, I don't think I have the like faux drunken um, slur to be... I do. I like you. Like the joy pad. So watch to stay joyful. Did that? I mean, that <laughs> great way to end, right? Yeah. Yep, you did it. It was right. like he was here. <laughs> Who needs Tom? We have Pinto now. Uh, just so you guys know, we're calling Tom after this podcast to play Project Zomboid with him. Uh, he did not oh. get abducted by aliens. His microphone it just sounds like he's calling us from a 1990s dial-up uh, service. So, he opted to sit this week out to spare us the terrible audio. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, with that, we bid you farewell. Have a great week. Enjoy some games. Enjoy some beverages. And taste space. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.